All right, Black and White Network, we need to talk about Fannie Willis here in this video. It's only a matter of time before we actually hear from the judge to see if uh, Fannie Willis will be disqualified from the uh, Georgia um, election case against Donald Trump and 14 other co-defendants. Now, I believe that this woman is going to go away and I'm going to be very interested to see what the future for Fannie Willis is actually going to be. Are the voters in Fulton County going to reelect her or is the damage already done for Fannie Willis? And is she just going to go away? I think her political future looks pretty bleak because, folks, this isn't the first time she's had controversy with a case. She was actually uh, dismissed from another case. I don't know the details of that, but um, something seems to be pretty shady with Fannie Willis. She was a disaster on the stand. Nathan Wade, um, not good for him either. I believe that both are going to be gone. Seems like they lied about when their relationship actually started. Um, they definitely had to say that um, their relationship started in 2022, even though one of Fannie Willis's friends said, yeah, this thing started in 2019. OK, so that brings us to one Stephen A. Smith, who has his own podcast. Everybody knows him from ESPN. He got triggered and took issue with a black writer for Newsweek who came out and apparently wrote an article. I have not seen the article uh, pretty much blasting on Fannie Willis, calling her a diversity, equity and inclusion hired. Now, the D.A. position is an elected position. She wasn't necessarily hired, per se. OK, it's an election, but we know that the people in um in Atlanta, majority black city, most likely they're probably voting for skin color. And that always backfires, guys. Look at Chicago. They voted for Lori Lightfoot. Why? She's black and gay. Disaster. So they went out there and they actually voted for Brandon Johnson. Why? Because he's a black man and he is a disaster. He is worse than Lori Lightfoot. So when this writer talks about diversity, equity and inclusion, I'm thinking more that they really just voted for Fannie Willis because she was black. But Stephen A. Smith, he got triggered by what she wrote. So we're going to be talking about that in this video. Make sure you guys like this video, subscribe to the channel, become a channel member, member live stream every single Friday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, just starts at $5 per month. And if you watch on Rumble, click the join button, get access to the same thing. So here we go. Look at this, guys. Stephen A. Smith blast writer for suggesting Fannie Willis was a DEI hire. I'm not a fan of uh, DEI. It actually should be called D-I-E or D. Yeah, D-I-E, because that just means die. Wokeness is a disease. And in some cases, man, you can really die. Look what they're doing with the airlines, folks. But um, this is um Stephen A. Smith's um, um, response right here. He says DEI is under attack again. Apparently, Stephen A. is a fan of DEI. Let's go ahead and listen in to Stephen A. right here. And we do have a response uh, from uh, the lady. I believe her name is um, Kira. What's her name? 
Kira Davis. That's what I thought. So we'll listen to her after we listen in to uh, Stephen A. Smith. Let's play it. Oh, about DEI. Let me remind you what it stands for. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Diversity, equity, and inclusion are organizational frameworks that seek to promote the fair treatment and full participation of all people. No, it really just means no white people. We know that. Particularly groups who have historically been underrepresented or subject to discrimination based on identity or disability. I'm bringing this up because this morning, Friday morning, there was an article in Newsweek magazine. It was written by a Miss Kira Davis, K-I-R-A, if I pronounced her name wrong, Miss Davis, I apologize. Kira Davis is the author of, quote, Drawing Lines, Why Conservatives Must Begin to Battle Fiercely in the Arena of Ideas. She has a problem with Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis, and she's blaming it on DEI hiring. Now, if you don't know, Georgia's District Attorney Fannie Willis, if you don't know anything about her, she's the woman overseeing the Georgia case where former President Donald Trump has been charged with 13 criminal counts attempting to overturn the 2020 election results. Remember that? Well, that Fannie Willis recently took the stand in her own defense this week. Why? Because she hired special prosecutor Nathan Wade, who, by the way, she was having an affair with because she was dating him. I'm glad that Stephen A. actually called it an affair because that's exactly what it was. Nathan Wade was a married man. She allegedly, allegedly overpaid Wade to the tune of six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. As a result, Trump's attorneys are trying to have Willis, Wade and the entire case against them dismissed. Now, pause the screen right there, please. Stay right there, y'all. I want you to listen to this before I get into this any further. Let's get this out the way. What would an affair have to do with a 2020 election case? Probably nothing. So what's the big picture here? The big picture here is that if Trump and his team is successful in getting them removed and somebody new has to get on the case, that takes time. Because of the delays, it buys more time for him to ultimately get to the presidency. And if he wins the presidential election and becomes president of the United States again, these are cases he can dismiss because you're not going to indict a sitting president. But I digress. Actually, um, Steve Nate's wrong because this um, case in Georgia is actually a state level case. So if he's talking about Trump pardoning himself, he cannot do that. Now, the other cases, if he gets into um, the White House federal cases, yes, he can pardon himself, but not in the Georgia case. However, I think it'll be impossible to actually remove Trump and uh, throw him in jail in the Georgia case if he's president. That's why I believe that um, this case, if Annie Willis is uh, gone, I don't think this case is actually going to happen. Because I need to get back to a more important point that I want to make, which is the issue of DEI. Why is DEI under attack here? In Kira Davis's opinion, she wrote, quote, listen to this. As a black woman and a working professional, I've never been a huge fan of affirmative action. The recent rise of critical race theory and diversity, equity and inclusion initiatives has only bolstered my resistance. 
She continues, while it may seem necessary to some in order to right the wrongs of the past, I can sum up why these measures are an unmitigated disaster for hardworking black Americans in two words. Fannie Willis. Bingo. That's what she said. She's right. This woman should be ashamed of herself. No, you should be ashamed of yourself. Because no matter what Fannie Willis may have done wrong, it has absolutely nothing to do with diversity, equity, and inclusion. It has absolutely nothing to do with DEI. The office that she has, no one is disputing that she's qualified for it. You may not like her and her personal choices having a relationship with a contemporary. I get that part. But to sit up there and to say it's DEI, it's a DEI issue. Just because she's in her position is utterly ridiculous. Because when you bring that into the equation, you're questioning her qualifications for her job. Just like somebody could easily question your qualifications for your job at Newsweek, assuming you work there, as opposed to freelancing or just writing an editorial that they published. What the hell is that about? We've got to guard against this kind of stuff. We've got to monitor our stuff because here's the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen. When we talk about diversity, equity and inclusion, you're talking about equal opportunities. That's what you're ultimately in pursuit of. You're not talking about giving somebody anything other than an opportunity. Let them sit in front of your face. Let them show you their qualifications. Give them an opportunity to put their resumes in front of you. But DEI is not about equal opportunity. It is about really about virtue signaling, to tell you the truth. It is about attacking white people. Look at Disney. Look at that doing. They're getting sued, too, by the way. Their qualifications in front of you and you make a fair, neutral judgment on their qualifications as opposed to making the wrong, wrong assumptions. Kira Davis, respectfully, Fannie Willis isn't the problem. It's you because you're making the assumption that whatever transgression she may have committed or whatever problem she may have created or whatever roadblocks or impediments she may have presented for her own self, particularly in this case against the, the present ex-president. You're acting as if her qualifications are being brought into question when the only thing being brought into the question is whether or not they should be overseeing this case against the president because of whatever transgressions they may have committed on a personal level with what would be deemed by some to be an inappropriate relationship. Never mind whether or not the White House was influencing them in any way. One has nothing to do with DEI. But that's where you took it, Ms. Davis. By the way, a black woman accused Fannie Willis of not being polished and classy and not being able to remain even keeled while responding to an uncomfortable bar barrage of questions on the witness stand. So she had an attitude. She didn't like being barraged by, with questions the way that she was. And so that attitude came out in her. And because of that, that compromises the qualifications. Yeah, she came out on the stand, you know, being defiant, being extremely ghetto, not talking professionally. The judge even told her, hey, you do that again, I'm going to have to um, uh, strike your testimony. It ain't looking good for us, Stephen A. It makes no sense, Ms. Davis. It makes no sense. No, no sense whatsoever. You need to stop. Terry Davis also states that Fannie Willis's foul demeanor and childish expressions only serve to magnify the grotesque consequences diversity hiring has for black women, black America in general. So in other words, what you're saying, Miss Davis, is that a black woman with an attitude 
one black woman with an attitude cast aspersions on a black race, which you are a part of. You ain't never had any attitude. You never curse anybody out. You never did anything, huh? Nothing at all. Stop. Not only are you embarrassing yourself, you're disrespecting our community by implying such things based on such frivolous evidence. There's plenty of white people with attitude and they convey that in very demonstrative and bombastic ways at times. I didn't hear you talking about them. I could say something far more fierce, but I won't. I'll just respectfully ask you to stop castigating a community because of one person who, by the way, I'm reminding you, his qualifications are not in question here. Not ever. Just whether or not she should be on this case. Well, you guys heard that right there. You heard that right there. Stephen A. Man making himself look like a fool, man. But um, Miss Kira Davis did respond and I have not heard what she actually said here. So I'm kind of going in cold here. I think I listened to about 30 seconds. Then um, I stopped. And we're going to listen to this together. So uh, let's play this. This is only like four minutes. Let's roll it. Okay. I typically don't respond to responses because I hate the circle jerk of the punditry game, which is probably why I'm just a mid-level pundit. And <laughs> I hate it. I respond to my listeners on my podcast and that's about it. But it's come to my attention that Stephen A. Smith did not like my Newsweek article on Fannie Willis and connecting it to DEI and quota hiring failures. And I only know who Stephen A. Smith is because I've been married to a man for 25 years. So forgive me, Stephen, if I don't quite encapsulate your whole personality here or all the things you believe. Sometimes conservatives pick up on the things you say and they share it gleefully like oh look Stephen A. Smith is agreeing with us and that is kind of the only time I've ever really sat and 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 listened to you and that's not a slight on who you are as a broadcaster that's just you know a, a woman thing um so I, I I wanted to respond to this and I'm going to respond to this in a in a full and robust manner on my podcast just listen to yourself that is a long form podcast it's only audio form but it's available wherever you find your podcasts and that's where I'll be able to fully explain myself. But just really quickly, I want to say this. Look, I I understand. I only wrote a 600-word article in Newsweek. And you can't really get all of the nuances of your positions out in 600 words. That's why typically I drop those things and I just take off. Because it's not a fair representation of how I fully think about things. I hate it that DEI is always the boogeyman. I think that is totally irresponsible. Just because something goes wrong, oh, it's DEI, it's DEI. It's now been made a boogeyman. I think I make, though, the case in that article uh, for why, you know, I think that is one of the downsides of, of quota hiring. It does create this perverted cycle of thinking. So the DEI stuff, totally open for debate and totally willing to to discuss that. What is not open for debate is what Steven said, which is that I should be ashamed of myself and I should please stop. I don't understand why you're holding me, just a humble Southern California housewife who wrote a 600 word article in Newsweek. You wanna hold me accountable, but you don't wanna hold Fannie Willis accountable when she is running one of the most 
important trials of the century. Yeah, you should want to make sure that woman is on her P's and Q's. Because what she does, what her office does, is going to have a ripple effect, not just into this election cycle, but decades and decades and decades into the future. And I think if you were being fair, Stephen, about what she was saying on that stand, you would have been as mortified as I was. I should be ashamed. I've been married to the same man for 25 years. This woman had a two-year affair with a married man who was also her co-worker in the office, which is completely inappropriate. She Whoa. used public funds to treat that man to luxury vacations, among other things. And then she appointed that man to the prosecution of the most important case of the century. Wow. She just put Stephen A. in his place. Let's continue on. Yeah, she has some stuff to answer for. And the fact that she got so defensive up there is embarrassing. She knew exactly what was going to happen. She's being called to account. You hold her accountable. Why don't you ask those questions of her? I don't have any power. I can't convict the president. I can't put criminals in jail. I'm a writer. <laughs> I'm a housewife. I don't have any power. I don't have the power that Fannie Willis has. She's the one that got up there and showed her whole ass. I just wrote about it and I wrote my opinion about it. So I'm not ashamed. I don't have anything to be ashamed of. She should be ashamed. She's embarrassing and she might have cost Democrats the entire trial. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to tell you, Stephen, why she got set up and why I think it's absolutely unbelievable that you can't see it yourself. I have nothing to be ashamed of. Fannie Willis has something to answer for. You hold her accountable. Now, the part about uh, Fannie Willis being set up, I don't know about that. OK, but for the most part, she sounded uh, pretty base right there. Fannie Willis was an embarrassment on the stands. And Stephen A right now is panicking. He's trying to, I guess, save Fannie Willis. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work, man. But uh, what do you guys think of this? What do you guys make of what Stephen A. Smith said and what Kira Davis said? A black woman. Now, Stephen A. is saying that this black woman, Kira Davis, should be ashamed of herself for attacking a corrupt black woman in Fannie Willis. Yeah, that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time.